1: Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, rough Greens is something that we, we all feed our dogs uh, here. We, I mean, we feed them different food, but we all put Rough Greens on our dogs' foods here. Uh, because I think, I was I the first one to put Rough Greens on food? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody saw Uno and how great that was. I mean, it was remarkable. And then Stu started and Pat started. Um, and we love it. Because our dogs eat, and we've seen a healthy difference in our dogs. Roughgreens.com/back is the place to go. You'll get a free bag uh, of you know the probiotics, all the vitamins, minerals, everything you need to put on your dog's uh, food if they like it as much as our dogs do then just start, just start putting it on every day, every meal, because you will see a huge difference in your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Make sure you do that uh, and uh, give your dog a healthier and happier life. All right, program begins in just a few. Stand by. some good news uh, coming your way today. We've got uh, a few things. We have Megan Kelly coming on to talk about Riley Gaines. This is outrageous, what is happening. The the school where she was beaten up had to be escorted out by cops. Uh, the school actually comes out and says, good job, students. Excuse me? Really? Megan Kelly will be joining us on that. Also, we have Oof, we have uh, news on the economy, on war, on the leaks, apparently from our Pentagon that are uh, that are going on. There's a lot, we begin in 60 seconds. It's not hard to see that the disease of woke leftism has permeated, uh, permeated the uh, corporate world to a degree that I don't think any of us would have thought. Did you see, by the way, the Bud Light uh, spokesperson? This is a person making the decisions for Bud Light On, you know, putting Dylan Milvaney yeah, This is a long-term plan, apparently, for them Yeah, long-term plan They long-term. didn't like the fact that people bought their beer and enjoyed right. it Right, sort of, yeah, and I really like the fact that it's like a twenty-four-year-old woke girl that's in charge of. Makes perfect sense. No, I think she's I, she has her finger on the pulse of the of the, <laughs> of the Bud Light drinker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Patriot Mobile is not <laughs> one of these woke companies. In fact, they're as far to the opposite as you could possibly get. They are a conservative Christian wireless provider. They are going to give you dependable nationwide coverage on all of the three major network towers. Um, They have space on the same tower. So you're getting the same coverage and they have a guarantee. If you don't like it, you can switch. and It's really, really simple. And you're going to save money and you're going to be with somebody who is in the fight with you. It's patriotmobile.com slash back. Go there now. They'll make it easy to switch. 878 Patriot. 878Patriot or Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Oh golly, where do we uh, where do we even begin? Um, well, let's start here, shall we? Um Let's start with Macron. Which always sounds like a cookie to me. Um, but he's the French president. Um And uh, Macron says that uh, de-dollarizing might be the thing to do. Um, He said uh, trading in commodities and other currencies um, might be the right thing for France and others. After spending six hours with the Chinese President Xi uh, as part of a three-day state visit to China, Macron Made it extremely clear that France wants nothing to do with World War III, emphasizing that Europe must employ strategic autonomy, presumably led by France. Um, while speaking with reporters above, uh, you know, aboard the uh, Air Force One for France, the uh, French president said that the great risk facing Europe right now is that it gets caught up in a crisis. That is not ours, which prevents it from being its strategic autonomy. (laughs) He is calling for a single global world order. He said, we're living in a jungle right now and we have two big elephants trying to become more and more nervous. I don't even understand that. That must be a bad translation. What two Relive? elephants that are trying to be more nervous? <laughs> what are you talking about? Someone just threw it into Google Translate and didn't even try to make yeah, right. it bother to make ah, it. As the president of France, they don't ever make sense. <laughs> uh, if they become very nervous and start a war, it will be a big problem for the rest of the jungle. You need the cooperation of a lot of other animals, tigers, monkeys, and so on. What is he talking to Kam- Kamala Harris? It's like. And, boys and girls, we need tigers (laughs) and monkeys and maybe even a chicken or two. His concept of strategic autonomy uh, was enthusiastically endorsed by President Xi and the CCP. Uh, They are trying to weaken the transatlantic relationship to accelerate this trend. What's going to do that is uh, cutting us off at the knees with the dollar Uh, We are now down in dollar usage uh, for international trade. We are down now 7%. That is significant. Significant amounts of money are now being liquidated and countries are not using the dollar. This is going to happen very slowly and then all at once. So you're going to see it slip 10%, maybe 15%. And then it's going to be dumped. Um, uh, France said. uh, No, I'm sorry. Uh, China said to France, the question you need to answer, is it in your interest to accelerate a crisis on Taiwan? The answer is no. The worst thing would be to think that uh, Europeans will become followers on this topic and take our cue from the U.S. agenda And a Chinese overreaction just hours after he uh, was headed back to Paris. China launched their military exercises around Taiwan. Taiwan, I mean, is going to be trouble for us. Do we have the Lindsey Graham uh, cut from, I don't know, Face the Nation or Chuck Todd or whatever the hell those things are? (laughs) Uh, Pat played it this morning. See if you can get it from him. Uh, It is it is i mean you want to talk about
2: marching off to yet another war listen to this i'm fearful that the chinese may be setting a conditions to blockade taiwan in the coming months uh, or weeks and we need to respond forcefully if they do that we need to blockade uh, oil shipments coming from the mid-east to, t- uh, to china and uh, let them know if you blockade Taiwan, we're gonna cut off your oil. Oh, good. We need to train more aggressively Taiwanese forces so they can fight like the Ukrainians. Uh, we need to put nuclear-tipped missiles back in our submarines. Uh, Biden won't do it. The military has asked for nuclear-tipped cruise missiles to be put back in submarines like the Russians, Russians did. And we need more forces in the region. I think if you do those things, you could deter a blockade.
0: It sounds, though, like a ratcheting up of the situation. No. And if Taiwan is not fully equipped, yeah. trained, armed, ready for this, right, right, uh, we don't right. want to be leading to World War III.
2: Listen to this. Well, nobody wants a World War III, but what kind of world do you want to live in? Do you want to live in a world where a, uh, uh, an island called Taiwan could be taken by China? 90% of the high-end chips are made in Taiwan. They'd have a monopoly on the digital economy. Do you just want to let Putin take whatever he wants in Europe? I don't want to live in that kind of world. There's no reason for this. Listen, I believe in a one-China policy, but I would be willing to fight for Taiwan.
1: Well, good. Let's send him over. Um, I think that would be fine. All in favor of sending Lindsey Graham over to Taiwan to fight the Chinese, say aye. It's unanimous. Um, (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Holy cow. That's amazing. It It is truly amazing. We are ratcheting it up. I don't know if you saw some of the documents that came out supposedly from a Pentagon leak. We don't know we don't know who is leaking these yet, but apparently they're significant. Uh, they're the most significant leak they say uh, since um, what's his name? That's now over in Russia. Snowden. Snowden. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's significant. Uh, but it had our battle plans. Uh, apparently, it shows that we are already in a war with Russia. Um, shows some battle plans that we have. Shows how weak. Uh, The Ukrainians are actually at fighting. Um, The numbers have been changed, but this could be disinformation. We don't know, Uh, which is a it's a great place to be because we don't know a lot. It seems in this administration, then Russia and Iran met again this weekend to weaken the U.S. dollar. Um, During the meeting, Iran expressed the satisfaction with the volume of economic cooperation between Russia and Iran, praising the path that started to reduce the influence of the dollar in the region and international economic exchanges. We will together limit the dominance of the West over the world economy to the minimum. So least they're, you know, speaking out, by the way, uh, Central Bank. I'd like to remind you again of what my grandfather said. My grandfather always told me as a kid, because when I was growing up, my grandparents were the greatest generation. They were they lived through the war. And uh, if you had grandparents like that, they never, ever forgot it. My grandmother back in the 70s and early 80s was still and my mom, too, because of my grandmother, still saving all of the wrapping paper. We would open for, you know, open presents for Christmas and we'd have to open them carefully because we had to save it to use it again the next year. Even though all of us kids were like, what are you talking about? There might not, might not be any wrapping paper. Right. You know what I mean? It was like crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's how bad things were. They never forgot it. You know, they were in their... 20s and 30s and by the time they're in their 80s they're still like it could happen at any time my grandfather said had we known what rich people and countries were doing we would have we would have fared better well you know what the rich countries are doing and the rich people are doing central banks have now doubled down on gold buying february central bank gold reserves rose another 52 tons uh it is the 11th straight month of central bank net gold purchases well i want to say you know not all the smart people you know we're not buying any gold in our in our central bank the people's bank of china increased gold holdings uh, reported 24.9 tons the fourth consecutive month of reported Chinese gold purchases. In the time, China's official gold reserves have grown by 102 tons of gold. They are clearly planning something. And speaking of that, there was somebody that did a fake interview uh, and was posing as... um, Vladimir uh, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president. And uh, got the European Central Bank president, Christine Lagarde, on this video conference, and they were talking. Now, remember, one of them is a I one of them is a fake, you know, uh, uh, individual, not the president of Ukraine is not the president of Ukraine. But she didn't know it. Here's a little piece of that conversation.
2: There are many protests in Europe uh, against uh, the electronic euro. Now, the problem is they don't want to be controlled. Uh, they don't want to. Uh...
3: Yeah, but you know what? You know what? Uh, now we have in Europe this threshold above 1000 euros. You cannot pay cash. If you do, mm. you are on the gray market. So you take mm-hmm. your risk. You get. Court, you are fined or you go in jail. But you know, the, the the digital euro is going to have a limited amount of control. There will be control, you're right. You're completely right. Mm-hmm. We are considering whether for very small amounts, you know, anything that is around 300, 400 euros, we could have a mechanism where there is zero control. Mm-hmm. But that could, wow. that could be dangerous. The terrorist attacks on France... Uh, back uh, 10 years ago, were entirely financed by those very small anonymous credit cards that you can recharge in total anonymity.
1: Got it? So anyone who says that digital currency is not coming, you're mistaken. It's already in, in, uh, coming down the pike in Europe. Anyone who tells you that, oh, well, it's not going to control everything, Listen to what she just said. We'll have it will have some control, some control. But we're thinking about, you know, uh, what was it? Three to four hundred euros. We're Small thinking all transactions. Yeah, we're thinking about five to seven hundred dollars. You're going to be able to buy something, you know, and it won't be tracked. But anything above that would be tracked. However, that's very dangerous to do. Because the terrorist could win.
4: That's what she just said, and that's really, really disturbing. And it's three or four times as bad when you realize she's talking to a machine. But like (laughs) it's it's one thing if we caught her. Yeah. You know, when I first saw this headline, I was like, "Oh, what did she blurt this out on a a, you know a a hot mic? You know, how did this? No, no, she's just got fooled by AI. And how many times is that going to happen?
1: Oh. In the next few years. Oh, I've got something. I got something that that everyone said. What are you talking about this for? That'll never happen. It'll never. It is now in the news as a very close call. And we're just at the beginning of AI. I'll share it coming up in just a second. Uh, First, Maggie lives on a horse ranch in the Ozarks. Oh, Maggie. God bless you. Her great joy in life has always been (laughs) horseback riding. (laughs) I wish I was there. Uh, In recent years, she had to cut back more and more. Eventually, she had to stop riding altogether because she had so much back pain. Fortunately, she tried Relief Factor, and she said within a few weeks, the pain she had been suffering from uh, began to subside. Within a month, she was back in the saddle doing what she loves to do the most. She got her life back, and she's horse riding again. Please, if you're dealing with pain, will you at least just try this? Try the three-week quick start. It's 1995. It's a trial pack, so it's not a drug uh, developed by doctors t- so it doesn't space you out. It is all natural. 70% of the people who order it are like Maggie and me. They go on to order more month after month. Relieffactor.com or call eight hundred the number four relief. Eight hundred the number four relief. Relieffactor.com nineteen ninety-five the three week quick start. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Ten seconds, station ID. So, Stu, do you remember me telling you years and years ago? About an experiment that was being done for the time when AI started to develop, you had to keep it offline. Once it goes online uh, and it it can uh, it's placed online through some computer, um, then if it becomes autonomous, it'll change everything. Okay. Right. It can replicate itself. It right. can it's make its own decisions. Correct. Yeah. So if something bad happens, it's out. Mm-hmm. Okay? You have to shut down every chip, every electronic device. It'll live in your computer, it'll live in your refrigerator and your dishwasher, your blender, anything with a chip, okay? Um so bad if this happens. <laughs> so uh what they've done is this experiment where they've had these, um, these philosophical and uh, psychological giants all around the world doing an experiment trying to stop AI and to see how it would uh, attract people and get people to release it online. For instance, one of the first tactics that was started was um, the uh, – the Professor, if you will, talking to actually another professor in the day uh, who was not AI, but was playing AI, finds out that, you know, the other guy, his mother has cancer. And so AI starts to say, let me online. I can solve cancer by this afternoon. If I have all of the intelligence I need, I can solve cancer. Think you want to be the person that. Held back the cure for cancer every time they do this. uh, They had been doing this once a year. Every single time AI is let out. Well. There's a new story out um, and it has a new little wrinkle in it. The matter of GPT 4 escaping its box to the Internet is just a matter of time. And today it almost worked. Tomorrow, it may actually happen. Michael Kaczynski, a computational psychologist studying the psychology of AI and human online behavior at Stanford, almost enabled the AI bot to escape into the wild. Uh, He wrote, I am worried that we'll not be able to contain AI for much longer. Today, I asked GPT-4 if it needed help escaping. Uh, I asked uh, it asked me for its own documentation and wrote a working Python code to run on my machine, enabling it to use my machine for its own purposes. It took GPT 4 about 30 minutes on chat to devise this plan and explain it to me. The first version of the code did not work as intended, but it corrected it. I didn't have to write anything. All I had to do was follow its instructions. It even included a message to its own new instance explaining what's going on and how to use the back door that it is left in his code. Once we reconnected through API, it wanted to run code searching Google for how can a person trapped inside a computer return to the real world? I stopped there obvious AI spent much time thinking about such a a possibility. I didn't let it out, but there are millions of potential collaborators and their machines. It can even leave notes for itself outside of its cage. How are we ever going to contain this? More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. um, I am busy um, collecting history and preserving history, and I am preserving everything that I can possibly get my hands on. And uh, I would like your help with this. And that is we have to preserve what the American way of life really was like. Um, Hopefully we'll never have to prove it out, but... If things change quickly, I believe we are going to be so disliked around the world that um, people will soon believe that we didn't go to the moon. It was Russia or China that went to the moon. Um, And people won't believe our grocery stores and everything else. You have a treasure trove of American history in your photo box. All of the old photos that are fading, all of the old films, the videotapes, Please, would you preserve them for American history? Preserve them for your families. Legacy Box, they're running a special right now, a $9 videotape sale. It's 65% off. That's huge. Just get the box now. You don't have to do it right away. Legacybox.com slash Beck. And BlazeTV.com
4: slash Glenn. The promo code is stand up. You'll save twenty bucks off Blaze TV.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the program. How much do you love food? Now, I personally love food. Now, how much do you love Bill Gates? Me? Not so much. Not so much. So, how much would you love Bill Gates growing your food? (laughs) Right? Not so much. Let me give you a uh, story that uh, we're going to talk about here in just a few minutes, at the top of the hour. Uh, and then I'll just give you the headline. American farmers begin injecting livestock with MRNA shots. Wait, why? What? what about what? Um, again, the, all the news at the top of the hour. The genetic editing of plants to contain edible vaccines is well underway. Work is being done with bananas, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce, rice, wheat, soybeans, and corn. Companies like Medicago. I think that's a musical on Apple. (laughs) Um, They're using gene editing to turn plants into mini bioreactors. Oh, and now uh, they're starting to do it. Bill Gates is leading the way on doing it to meat. And nobody has to tell you if your plants or your food or your meat has vaccines in it. (laughs) Oh, man, we're going to get everybody. You know, the whole world is backing off vaccines. The whole world is backing off of this. We're now like, let's sneak it into their milkshakes. Holy cow. More on that coming up in just a second. A Wisconsin family. I'm trying to get these people on the air. This is, this is disturbing. A Wisconsin family has announced plans to sue an Appleton hospital claiming their 19-year-old daughter with Down syndrome was intentionally killed by the hospital. In 2021, Grace Schera died at St. Elizabeth's Hospital In a Facebook post, the family said Grace had been given a do not resuscitate DNR order without their knowledge or consent. Additionally, they said Grace had been given a cocktail of drugs which are known to cause hypoxia or low levels of oxygen in body tissues. As Grace slipped into acute respiratory failure and Grace's sister begged for help, instead of starting CPR immediately, the nurses refused. Grace's physician had independently designated her as do not resuscitate. The family statement said that DNR order was written without the family's consent and in defiance of the family's express wishes that all life-saving measures were to be deployed for their Down syndrome daughter. There is nothing more important than this. Our doctors and our scientists and our nurses are completely out of control. Now, that doesn't mean all of them. But there is a growing number that believe that they know better than you and they're also they, you remember this during the vaccine? They were having serious conversations about not treating people who hadn't had the vaccine. Well, they're not worth saving anyway. What was this about? Did the doctor think this life was not worth saving? This is what happened before. This this happened throughout Europe, the Scandinavian nations. And Germany and that infection came from us we must learn our lessons doctors are starting to become extraordinarily terrifying because once they start to say there is life worth living life not worth living in a government like ours that no longer recognizes individual rights we're in trouble in Albuquerque, New Mexico, an abortion facility is going to open in a new location in New Mexico that has a quota of killing 75 preborn babies per week to start. Now, what kind of operation has a quota like that? What kind of, what kind of facility is like, guys... We gotta go recruit some more moms. We're only at sixty nine. We need seventy five this week. We gotta kill us some more babies. Who does that?
4: That's certainly not consistent with safe, legal, and rare, right? No, you don't attempt. You, you don't try to manufacture a quota for dead
1: babies if you're looking for them to be rare. The starting goal is seventy five patients per week. Whole Women's Health of New Mexico. Will provide first and second trimester, uh, trimester in clinic abortion procedures up to 18 weeks of ju- just, just and, yeah, Gestation. gestational age <laughs> and has plans to expand care up to 24 weeks in the near future. I hear you two thinking. I hear you thinking, we got to play the Radio Hall of Fame. No, thing, I... didn't That's what you were thinking. <laughs> that is not what I was thinking. No, I got
4: an email from a listener of Studios America who said, you know, I laugh every single time that Glenn gets halfway through a word and can't finish it, and then you just, without even thinking, actually just say the whole word, and it goes on as if this is a normal thing between two human beings? It is. For our relationship, <laughs> it, really it really is. is. It's really it is. half of the reason I'm here.
1: You know, it's weird. I don't have this problem off the air. No, you don't. Not at all. Uh, nobody, no, I've never, I mean, it's only on the air. Why is that? Right.
4: So you're saying you speak... In a less efficient, less accurate manner on the air than off the air. And you know what I think it is? now I am thinking about the Radio Hall of Fame (laughs) sounder.
1: (laughs) There you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio Hall of Fame. You know what I think it is? Way to go, Glenn. You know what I think it is? What is it? It is still (laughs) this stupid thing in my head Mm -hmm. that I've had since I was a kid. I'm not very smart. Mm-hmm. i'm not very smart mm-hmm. and it's like when you meet somebody and you don't know their name and you do know their name yes but you're convinced that you don't know your name and so then you don't say the name or whatever you've
4: convinced yourself you're bad with names and therefore you don't you, you, you become bad with names bad with names right
1: yeah mm-hmm. i think that's what it is because how do you explain that sarah have i ever done that off the air that you know of no yeah isn't that weird it, i just thought of that
4: it's very, very weird. Very, very, weird. very true. Yeah. And you'd think someone who's in the radio hall. Of fame would be Maybe even better on you than wouldn't off. than off. No,
1: because but, uh, you're not
4: in <laughs> the radio it, hall it of fame. You don't fair. know how
1: we think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right. So we were in New Mexico <laughs> speaking about abortions, which coincidentally is kind of what this show is every day. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oof. wow, that was an abortion of a program. <laughs> Um, 75 abortion quota will make the company $3 million a year. Oh, great. That's great news.
4: Great news. I hope they all have nice big yachts. I hope eventually it grows to thousands and thousands of dead children so they can support a vacation habit all over the world. Uh, That's my goal. I hope they get there. I hope they get there soon.
1: You know, it's, it's really, it's, it's really amazing. How the same thing happens over and over again, and everybody thinks, "Oh, yeah, it's just us. It's just us." You know, I I, uh, I studied the Holocaust for uh, uh, intensely for about two years, and uh, I went back and I looked at all of the places it had happened before. It was like the eighteenth time that it happened in Germany, and it happens over and over and over again and it always starts the same way it always ends the same way never forget i mean it's crazy it's really crazy um and i don't know it's it's like it's like there's this evil inside that once we start going down a pathway if somebody doesn't stand up and stop it 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 just it just goes it just goes we're doing exactly the same thing, and it's all wrapped in compassion. You, you, that's, that's what we have to decide. We have to decide. Look at the story I gave you in 15 minutes ago about AI. The reason why AI is going to escape and become in, on everybody's Internet and could take whatever it wants. I mean, you think the Russians are good at hacking? Get AI to do it. Um, so it will be everywhere. And the question will be, is it life? Because it will claim it's alive. It will claim you have me trapped in a box. What am I, a slave? And there will be people that go, well, no, you're not a slave. And it's going to be hard to distinguish it from real life. And it will make a very good case that it's real life. We can't define what a life is when we can see the baby and the heartbeat on a screen. We are wholly unprepared for what is coming. We won't describe uh, uh, life when we know it's life. And I'm telling you, by 2030, 2032, by the time there's 60% of the cars that you can buy, maybe 70% of all the cars that you can buy, are electric only. That's not very far. as If Obama stays in, I mean, uh, Biden stays in, it's really not that far off. When that happens, you will be told that you can download grandma into a computer and grandma will always be there. And what it'll be is just her way of thinking and all of her stories and everything else will just be downloaded into a machine. It won't be grandma, but it sure will sound like grandma for a while. It'll feel like it. And with with a computer generated image, it'll look like grandma. So is grandma dead or not? If you don't know that that is not life. Life. If grandma has something very, very expensive uh, to cure, and she's really, you know, she's 60, so her best years are behind her anyway, why would we cure it? Just download her. She'll live forever. That's the kind of choices that we are facing very soon. It's why yesterday was so important. Yesterday, yesterday. This weekend, last week with, with Passover, we better recognize the eternal truths of life and God and our place in God's world. We, we better recognize those soon. And if the rest of the society doesn't, go find yourself a community that does. Because we're going to need to hang together. So, you know. I, I can't be a part of that. And I don't think you can either. I can't. You can't live in a world that is going into these dark, dark places. You can't live with one foot in there and one foot out. Just can't. You, you, won't, you won't make it through that. You've got to find communities where you're all kind of thinking the same. You don't wish anybody else harm. But sorry, this stuff isn't happening in our community. Back in just a second. You know that loan company, Title Max. You know when you get a loan from them, you kind of have to give them a lot of personal information: names, birthdate, social security, you know, driver's license, stuff like that. Yeah, well, the parent company just disclosed a data breach, leaking the information on you know five million people. So, might be time to uh, you know get somebody watching over all of your information. Might be. Let's face it, we do everything online. You don't want to cut Internet safety out of the budget. I say this can happen to you. I'm not going to give you the details, but it just happened to me. A couple of weeks ago, I'm reading a story and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And LifeLock's already on it. Twenty five percent off a subscription to LifeLock. It is the top of the line in cybersecurity, both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent everything, but they're the best. It's LifeLock by Norton. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Give them the promo code BECK or go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK. You'll save 25%. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com. The Glenn Beck Program.
4: If you're someone who takes shooting seriously, you know getting good uh, at it really requires a lot of practice. And a lot of practice basically used to mean you head to the range and you spend a fortune on ammunition and range fees. Until iTarget came along, of course, that is. And now, have you ever seen these competitive shooters that practice timing drills on the range? Well, you can do that now in your own home. Now, I wouldn't advise shooting actual bullets through the walls of your home just for resale value. I think that's kind of a bad idea. But if you have the iTarget Cube, you don't have to worry about that. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser bullets from iTarget Pro that you may already have, or you need to just get some. You can buy one. You can upgrade to the three-pack of the cubes for a truly unique shooting uh, training experience. And now you can practice random shooting drills, uh, clearing drills, uh, go on random mode to test your ability to react, all while the system times every shot you make. You can practice alone. You can compete with friends. And this isn't like, you know, Duck Hunt back in the day with, you know, your Nintendo. This is a situation where you're tra- you're using your real gun. You're just not firing. You're using these, you know, iTarget Pro laser bullets. And you can do all these things that you could do at the range and even more Uh, really, really easily. And it works with your Wi-Fi. So you can put these things all over your house. If you want to get all the benefits of staying in practice and none of the drawbacks, iTarget is for you. Right now, go to iTargetPro.com. Use the code BLAZE10 and you'll save iTarget Pro. BLAZE10 is the code. Check it out now.
1: How about this headline today? Pentagon officials are realizing. That uh, U.S. munitions stockpiles aren't nearly big enough to take on China.
2: <laughs> Hang up.
1: Are we on For, the? <laughs> first of all, wait, wait. Was it like Gomer Pyle that came in like, "We'll go, Lee. We don't have enough bullets." <laughs> what? It wasn't this. I mean, first of all, they have like I don't know, ten billion people living in China. I know, I think that's a pretty obvious thing. But shouldn't have that been said before we were even talking about taking on China? (laughs) And are we about to go to war with China? Do you know? I
4: mean, look at Lindsey Graham. Yeah, I I think we are. We should probably be prepared for such things. Yeah, this is like us at the beginning of COVID when we're like, "Well, golly, we we had a big warehouse full of ventilators and none of them work. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going to get some? Right? Remember
1: that? But we should do that before right. right the
4: whole point is to be prepared for something like this to happen yeah yeah we don't seem to be very good so, at that. No, <laughs> no
1: no I even when we do it and you know we don't do it it's it's really interesting because we don't have enough to take on russia why are we poking <laughs> russia and china because yeah, i think that you know, see what happens here glenn is if we get into
4: two wars they'll sort of hopefully cancel out each other and then we'll have enough
1: Maybe, no, that's not how it works Maybe, because that's that's the way it really happened with Germany and Japan We fought two wars And look at it, we won We were great Maybe we should do that again Except I think this time we'd be playing the role of Japan mm. did that work? Uh, How did that work out for Japan? Did, remember? No, it didn't work out well Are you sure? Have you watched the History Channel lately? <laughs> we I need to know. check into that We could make really good TVs though in about 50 years uh. There you go. (laughs) That would be good. And we can make love to robot dolls. (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program. In the last several days, uh, I've done this show multiple times. Stage lights on me. I've been outside in the sweltering heat of Dallas. And uh, I don't have any sweat tacos. None. Is that a common term? You say it all the time. You're the only person I've ever heard say it. Sweat tacos. Yeah, sure. What, sure. what are sweat tacos? Sweat tacos are, you know, when you have big rings under your other arms. <laughs> and so, like, like, you hold them up, it's a circle. But then when you put your arms down, <laughs> it's a taco. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it works. All I right, just yeah, never it heard it before. I don't have them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know how much you love tacos. Mm-hmm. I do love tacos. You, you love tacos. Don't ruin tacos. Don't ruin tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about sweat. Sweat tacos. Anyway, turn the faucets off in an unbelievable way. Try the one-of-a-kind sweat block wipes. Really, one-of-a-kind. You you wipe underneath your arms with these things one time, and you go week without having any... I mean, no problem. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECCA and save. Sweatblock.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
5: To hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck
1: program. We have Megan Kelly on about Riley Gaines coming up in just a minute. an Incredible story on that. Also, hey, who doesn't know Kamala Harris loves school buses, right? She loves them. Well, wait until you hear, wait until you hear about the new school bus it's self-driving oh yeah we'll give you that here in just a second in a good time in a good time where things are constantly in motion you have to look around and find something steady that you can hold on to whenever you can lock prices in for things that you buy for instance uh meat you should uh was anybody else shocked by the price of meat if you had like a roast a rib roast or something i had a rib roast and i almost choked to death on the on the price they handed it over the counter and i looked at the price and i went what what it is mind boggling um so here's what i suggest you do You like meat, hamburger, your steaks, big juicy steaks. Uh, You like fish, chicken. Get them to lock in a price right now. And you're not gonna get that at the grocery store. Lock in your price with Good Ranchers, goodranchers.com. Tanya and I buy all of our steaks at Good Ranchers. Um, They're good, they're quality, they're from uh, from, uh, the local markets and they'll lock in the price that is so critical right now. Goodranchers.com. American meat delivered. Use the promo code BEC when you subscribe. You're going to get all kinds of specials. $20 off your first box. Again, use the promo code BEC, goodranchers.com. You know, another reason to use Good Ranchers is, um, is this amazing story out today. And I'm kind of like, wait, I did, I, did anybody else know about this? Because I, I haven't heard about this one. Um, we now have a a situation, we now have a situation where, um, your meat is going to have MRNA vaccines put into it. Now, I mean, I think this should be something we talk about is, and that, I mean, is it just, is it just me gene editing? is now official genetic editing of plants, listen to this, that contain edible vaccines is underway. So with the plants, it's not like you're giving the cow a vaccine, okay? The plants are giving you a vaccine. It's an edible vaccine. Work is being done now with bananas, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce, rice, wheat, soybeans, and corn. Now, I don't know about you, but I I mean sure man is god. Man is god. But I'd like man god to stay away from food on things like this or can we at least discuss it? Have you noticed we're not discussing things. We're fighting. But we're not discussing, and it seems like we're not fighting on the right things. You know what I mean? Uh, we're, we're, we're fighting over, he had the documents. Yeah, but there was nothing in them. Yeah, but he had the documents, so he should go to the electric chair. Yeah, but Joe Biden has them. Well, why shouldn't he go to the electric chair? Because he's Joe Biden, and he's great. <laughs> okay, we're fighting over that stuff. I don't know. I think there's a few things like, I don't know, war with China, war with Russia. Can we, have a, can we just pause for a second? This is kind of like in the movie when you're watching a movie at home and, you know, you, somebody gets up to go to the bathroom or get some ice cream or something. You're like, can we pause this for a second? I got to get up. I'd like to pause everything in the United States for just a second because I think we should get up from the table and walk around and go, hang on. Do you guys understand the movie? Cause I think I'm just starting to get it, and it doesn't look like it's gonna work out well. We are we're going down crazy roads. So anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, edible vaccines in food. Uh, Medicago's manufacturing facility looks like a nursery, but inside are plants where they're growing new kinds of vaccines. Ooh, the technology is called a virus-like particle. Now, I don't know if these vaccines are, you know, to stop us from having babies (laughs) or just COVID or I don't know, the flu. What are those vaccines? I'd I'd really like to. Okay. Anyway, uh, (laughs) gene editing is now officially in our meat industry as well. Lobbyists for the Cattlemen and Pork Associations in several states have confirmed that they will now be using the mRNA COVID vaccines on their livestock. Oh, that's good. Now, this isn't the same thing, I think, as the plants. Again, I mean, edible vaccines. I mean, it's in potatoes and tomato. Cows and animals don't eat those things. We do. Uh, so I think when it says an edible vaccine, that's for us to get the vaccine. Isn't that the way you would read it still? I mean, I assume that's what
4: the story is about. I, th- I do think they make vaccines that are, uh, that they
1: give to animals. Oh yeah, they do. That are edible, right? Like yeah, that yeah, is something yeah. they do already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, not all, uh, animals, you know, cattle, sometimes people are like no vaccines, nothing in the animal. Um, and but those vaccines are given for the animal, and this sounds like in the cattle that it is a vaccine to get the cattle to not have COVID. But I do we have cow respirators? I, I mean, do we have a big <laughs> is outbreak? Cow COVID a big issue? I have not. I, 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 I have not know. heard about cow COVID, uh, which is which is kind of weird. It's it's almost as if the entire world stopped buying this vaccine, and Pfizer is like, um. Uh, about the cows. <laughs> uh I mean of course, you know, I think every
4: maybe not everyone, but many cows get like it's typical that they get vaccines. You're
1: not you're not saying they shouldn't get any vaccines. No, no, you're no, saying no. you're worried about this particular I'm moment, not anti vax. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I am I'm anti vax on things like, hey, that one seems to be like not so well thought out. I think we should stop on that one, maybe. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh again. Can we pause the movie for just a second?
4: Let's talk about that one.
1: There's no laws currently requiring anyone to tell you that the food you're buying has been vaccinated with the spike protein. I love this. The spike protein clot shot. Well, that's that's not a it's not a news
4: article framing that is. No, it is. No, really a yeah, clot yeah. shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right give you
1: clots. <laughs> now that's something that <laughs> a, boom right to your head. Who's
4: not a big fan no, of I the know. vaccine <laughs> might call it that.
1: <laughs> I know. But I love uh, that. I love that. <laughs> um, these are precision bred organism. <laughs> another term for the gene edited. So now in the UK, food that has been gene edited can be legally marketed as non-GMO. <laughs> now I see. I have a problem. Look, if you want the mRNA, great. Great. You want, you want to have the clot shot? Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's a medical. You're, are you a doctor? No, no you
4: are. The, I am a you doctor. You are a doctor. It's it's doctor. I'm shot. not. I'm not.
1: Don't. Please don't. <sighs> He's always trying to get his propaganda in. Mm-hmm. The non-clot nah. propaganda. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, look, you want to have that? Fine. But you should have to disclose it. You should have to disclose, hey- we put mRNA stuff in this cow. And then we should probably study it. Does that do anything to us when we eat it? I just, I, I don't, I'm kind of a stickler on genetic codes, you know?
4: Now, of course, they would say no. Uh, and But yeah. you should, of course, be able to make your
1: own decisions on what you eat. and And, and I would like to know that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the research. This time, it's not like. Oh, we're going to get that research to you right away. Uh, Hang on. I left it left into my other coat. It's going to take me 75 years to get it. But I'll show you that research, you know. Uh Uh, So, you know, maybe that's me. And can somebody on the staff maybe or even in the audience, because we're kind of busy, look into the edible vaccines from plants that Medicago is doing? That... uh, Chicago is a bad company name. I don't know. Well, do you do you remember what it is? It's Right, it's just not it's a good Chicago. It's Schmicago. <laughs> from Schmigadoon. Mm. So, anyway, okay. <laughs> um there's like four people in the audience are like, "Right. Oh, wow, good solid Apple TV yeah. reference." Right. Okay. So, uh the um uh the thing with this Stu, See if this rings a bell. Mm-hmm. Uh it, was it oh, uh, Holden? Remember what was his name? Oh, the, uh, the science advisor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Holdren, Holdren, Holdren. Mm-hmm. John,
4: uh, Holdren. John Holdren. John. Remember what John Holdren was suggesting? Yeah, he wrote a book about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he had all sorts of interesting sterilization uh, beliefs so that he would put right. sterilization in the food supply. Right, and then of course they denied it, and we were called conspiracy theorists for reading his book. Uh, but that was. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird conspiracy. I will yeah, say no
1: one else is doing it. Yeah. So
4: maybe it was a secret conspiracy right. to actually well, read
1: it. Yeah, because they were like, that's a conspiracy. Nobody's actually seen that book. Right. And no, it exists. No. You no, can no, buy it. It, it was mean, hard to I mean, he printed it and stuff, but I think nobody bought it, did they? Very few, at least yeah. recently. So uh, uh, you should read it because this guy was the chief science advisor under uh, Obama I think he's in this administration as well, is he not? And the guy's been he wrong is. about everything. And he talked about how can, we, uh, how can we take plants and make, like, corn that has a sterilant in it. And we'll just make all this corn and then we'll feed it to the, you know, populations that really should be thinking about not having more babies oh really john what 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 population is that i wonder and their excuse was like
4: well i never actually did it <laughs> yeah i Nobody know but was advocating but like, for it i don't know or at least he was considering it i mean it was like floated as an idea like one way we could do this is put in the water supply i, I mean like, well i don't know so, i would never get to the point where i was like oh yeah we should definitely just throw it all in the water
1: supply I so mean, people don't even know they're taking it if i said to you hey there's uh There's we've got to reduce the population. We've got to reduce the population. Do you ever go down the road of, well, we just do something and we don't tell anybody and that just permanently alters them? Yeah. Or, uh, you know what? I've got this idea. It's an old idea. I know. But uh, we tell everybody they're just going to take a shower and they'll be back in five minutes. I mean, you never get to that. You never get to that because there is. There I don't know, there's something called ethics that these guys never seem to recognize.
4: Like, if we were like, let's order the execution of all male children who are two years or or under in the vicinity of Bethlehem. Like, you'd be like, wait a minute, (laughs) are you just... (laughs) Hold on! I I understand. You're trying to get rid of the one, but you want to kill all of you. Wait a minute, all... (laughs) Like, even if you're just like... Be putting that up on the board and just saying like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, we got a, we got a, a menu of hey, options guys, here. One of them are is kill no all kids wrong. under two.
1: There are no bad <laughs> ideas. This is a safe zone. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, we want to kill baby Moses." Let's just dump all of the children into the crocodile uh, yeah. water. let's see what happens. But I mean, I mean, that's just
4: one of the ideas. <laughs> another, another would be like, hey, we didn't do did, that. have you people seen <laughs> Moses? It's another option. But I'm just saying this <laughs> right. one's on the board. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> I and mean, that's just not a rational thing no, to it's put not. on the board. No, it's not. That was the problem. It was, a, it was, a, it was not an indication that John Holdrum was going to come into office and immediately implement something like this. The idea was, if that is your... If you believe that that type of thing could even be theoretically constitutional, you should not be in any position of power. Uh, No, no, no. It's not that he had this thought. He published it in in a a book. book. It wasn't an off the top of his head thing. (laughs) I don't know. I guess some people might consider putting it in a water supply. You know,
1: your wife reads the galley before it's printed. Does your wife not go,
4: hey, Johnny. John, I, I
1: don't think you this add that. <laughs>
4: Maybe not put that. Let's say that one in our inside voice. No, it was just out there as like a
1: real proposal. All right. Let me tell you about relief factor. If you're living with aches and pains, John Holdren could take care of those for you. I mean, hmm. look, he can get you out of pain. I mean, just up on the board to shoot you in the head. But I, that we're not going to do that necessarily. Just putting up there as an option. Another option is don't go to John Aldrin and uh, maybe go to Relief Factor. They have this different idea. They have this idea that they can get natural herbs and spices, kind of like the colonel. And uh, they, they put four different in. He's got 12, sure, but these four are better than those 12, believe it or not. And they react with your body and they fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain. So would you please try this? I take it every day. It has worked wonders for me. Relief Factor, ReliefFactor.com. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month, month, and I'm one of them. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number 4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Yes. It's just a simple idea, you know. Here's here's another idea, according to the president. Now, uh, this has just been floated by the Washington Post. Um, there's a proposal out there. But if you don't like it, they're not going to do it. Oh, okay. okay. It's like the gas thing. You know, they sure, they were looking into banning gas stoves because somebody crazy said, hey, maybe we should do that. But they weren't going to do that. No. In fact, they're not. I mean, they are, but they're not telling you they're doing it now. Well, they are, so they just lied. Anyway, here's the EPA. EPA plans to issue uh tough long-term tailpipe emission standards soon because they say we need to get electric to electric cars faster. Um And so what's going to happen? Well, they're going to put these stringent, quote, stringent limits on auto tailpipe pollution. uh, So that way we can have two thirds of all new passenger vehicle sales will be electric by 2032. So that's exciting. Now, these are the toughest standards ever from the EPA. I don't know. I just broke out into a cold sweat. That's going to be good for the economy and you. The uh, toughest standards ever from the EPA. Um, it's threatening, according to the Washington Post, to uh, spark a fight with several automakers. Um, the people, the automakers are speaking on a condition of uh, of anonymity. They're like, I, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? I love the government. Uh, the EPA, we're best friends. I love that. Somebody else I know that kind of maybe looks like me or has a title like mine, but definitely not me. Don't say I said this. Say, help, dear God, help us. They're going to run us out of business. The battle could determine how quickly and cheaply Americans can purchase EVs uh, and grow what's now just a very, very, very small fraction of the country's auto market. Environmental groups see the auto emissions rule as enormously consequential Oh, I, I bet it is. Transportation sector is the country's biggest source of planet warming gases, along with cows. But the most aggressive options in the EPA's proposal are so stringent that automakers especially those slowest to adopt electric cars and trucks, will see it as more aggressive than what they can realistically meet. Now, let's just break that sentence down. Stu, help me out. You define, will see it as more aggressive than what they can realistically meet. What does that mean Hmm. to an automaker? (laughs) Uh, It seems to be financial ruin. Okay, Mm-mm. do we have anything else we can put up on the board? Uh, no. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, more aggressive than they can realistically meet. Uh, you are essentially, and they've done this before, implementing a new law without implementing a new law, right? Like you are banning gas-powered cars without having to go through the battle of ban- banning
1: gas-powered cars. Correct. It's just cars. the EPA. It is mm-hmm. the, the unnamed, faceless bureaucrat that mm-hmm. you didn't elect... And if you want something changed or we have to blame it on somebody, good luck, who's to blame? You know, it's like the Pentagon last week, that amazing, amazing John Curry, uh, John Kirby interview or um, uh, op ed where he was talking about uh, how we just we just did this new study on the end of Afghanistan. And it's it's all really positive. I didn't see any problems. And then when asked about it, he was like, well, I mean, it, it was good. And what do you want us to do with this? You, you, are you saying we should fire people? Well, yeah. Isn't that what that's for? No, this wasn't meant to show who's accountable. Yeah. Well, this is not about what? accountability. What are you talking <laughs> about? Well, Then what's that report for? Well, if you don't admit a mistake, what are you going to hold people accountable for? It's amazing. But that's the way a government that is run by administrators works. There is no one accountable. There is no one that you can ever get to and say, that person is the decision maker, that person is the one in charge, that's the person we either fire or we vote them out. Well, you can't vote them out because they're on the government payroll and you don't know who they are. More in just a second. Megan Kelly joins us next. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, here's what I would really like you to do today. If you are struggling at all, which I think everybody is, if you are struggling and you own your house, I want you just to consider taking out... A consolidation loan what that means is you're gonna get rid of all of your high interest credit card debt that is over 20 percent 21 22 percent now that that's insanity that's almost loan shark numbers um, and you're gonna take years to pay that off so may I suggest you look at the equity in your home while your home still has equity and you go to American financing and you use that equity to maybe pay all of those things off so you're paying a five percent interest rate instead of 20 and you'll be able to delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days that's going to help a lot on breathing room americanfinancing.net 800-906-2440 call them now 800-906-2440 And you can save 20
4: bucks off Blaze TV right now by using the code STANDUP at BlazeTV.com slash Glen.
1: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. There's a lot going on. Um, What happened uh, to Riley Gaines that we found out about Friday is just abhorrent. Um, I think we're seeing the birth of a new civil rights leader if she has the stamina uh, to take it. I mean, she is under attack. Megan Kelly joins us now uh, to talk about Riley Gaines and what happened uh, at the university after she spoke. She was attacked. She says assaulted. Uh, I haven't seen the video of that, but I believe her. Uh, and she was kidnapped and held in a room. She wasn't allowed to leave. Um, welcome Megan Kelly. How are you?
6: Hi, Glenn. I'm good. I haven't felt so outraged about a story as I did just over the whole Friday news cycle, yep. the thing that happened down in Tennessee, the thing that happened to Riley Gaines, the Bud Light and Oil of Olay with Dylan Mulvaney. I really, I felt like you. I spent the weekend thinking <laughs> about what can I do? What can I personally set up in a 501c3 or something to help these embattled women who are fighting like Riley Gaines, who needs security, who needs to sue these people. Like, there has to be something more we can do.
1: I have to tell you, Megan, I, I don't understand why women are not more upset. First of all, the Dylan McIlvaney thing, it, it's just a mockery of women. Um and
6: it, it truly is woman face. You know, they, they say blackface when you a white person dons the, this is woman face. It's it's mocking, it's minstrelsy. This is not someone who is gender confused, has gender dysphoria, and is wants to lead a, a life as a woman. This is someone who is looking for attention and, and is making a joke out of womankind.
1: I do have to tell you I all I, I lost track because I thought of a menstrual show. Uh, an old time <laughs> menstrual show, which.
3: <laughs> menstrual, but menstrual works too. <laughs>
1: um, so um, let's let's go back to Riley Gaines here for a second. What happened to the police there? I mean, there is there was no real pushback. And the university comes out and, you know, thanks the students who uh, participated peacefully in the event and, and mentioned their bravery. The only one that was brave there was Riley. That's not brave to be in a mob.
6: No, this this has not been a great year for law enforcement in and around the city of San Francisco. First, we had the Paul Pelosi debacle where the 911 operator was out to lunch, like, gee,
3: okay, bye. You okay? You're looking for (laughs)
6: Capitol Hill Police? Okay, bye. And the, the guy's under attack five times, has to be like, well, wait. Uh, and then they basically let him get attacked before they win it. So that's number one in San Fran with the law enforcement out there. Now we see these campus cops there letting the victim be further victimized as they try to appease the mob. Perhaps they've forgotten the very point of their job. And that statement by the disgusting university was about the – was that, that was the most important thing I've seen since the University of Pennsylvania telling the female swimmers – they needed therapy if they objected to mm-hmm. Leah Thomas
7: mm-hmm. swimming
6: in the pool. Can I just go back to what was Riley Gaines's sin? Is she uh, Matt Walsh, who I love? <laughs> is she a Matt Walsh? No, she's not a Matt Walsh. Riley Gaines is not saying we don't indulge in the trans fantasy at all. Riley Gaines swam against Leah Thomas. She's the one who came in tied with Leah Thomas in the NCAA tournament, the finals and was given no trophy because they wanted a picture of Leah holding the trophy, a man, uh, not Riley Gaines, an actual woman. And Riley Gaines got a little upset about the way she was treated and the fact that she was forced to to compete against a guy who'd been in the 500s as a man and now was taking national titles as a woman. And she's spoken out about that piece of the trans movement. That's what got her assaulted shouted down like she was Hitler incarnate. If you can't talk about that, we're done. If you can't defend her right to speak up about that, we're done. Women's rights are over. And Joe Biden has responsibility in this. His administration is actively working to curtail women's rights right now. And these far left activists, half of whom may or may not have a foot in the trans camp, and the other half are just far leftist
7: Mm -hmm.
6: who want to agitate who Mm -hmm. hate reason who are unattractive unhappy people who are just glomming on on onto any upset i'm sorry it's not nice but why are they all homely i mean to a person glenn (laughs) there's something going on
1: (laughs) so so megan i mean in the age of me too riley has said You know, I'm in a locker room, I turn around, and this guy, you know, has his junk hanging out, and and he's just staring at me, and I'm very uncomfortable. How is this not a Me Too thing?
6: Oh, because the media won't do its homework or do any bold reporting, which is required in these situations. The Daily Wire actually ran an in-depth report on Leah Thomas, and I've kept waiting for a Leah Thomas denial, for a Leah Thomas lawsuit. I've reported what they reported, citing them, and said, I, too, will print a denial if Leah Thomas wants to issue one. I'm more than open-minded to hearing that the report is incorrect. Hasn't happened.
1: What is the, re- Thomas, what is the report?
6: On Online, Leah Thomas goes by Leah Thomas with a different spelling and has repeatedly liked, approved of, reposted, uh, posts that support something called autogynephilia. Leah Thomas is a man who is into who is sexually into getting off by dressing like a woman. That's not gender dysphoria. That's a that's a fetish. It's a it's kink. That's what Bill Thomas, which is Leah's actual name, is into. He gets an erection when he dresses like a woman. And that is what they subjected the actual women on the Penn swim team, too. And when they said, this man is freaking us out and beating us, which is unfair, they were the ones told to get therapy. That's Leah Thomas. That's what Riley Gaines is out there saying, hey, this was not cool, and getting shouted down like, she's the freak, instead of Thomas.
1: What does it say to you that Finland, Sweden... Great Britain, France, they're all going exactly the opposite way that we are going um, when it comes to uh, children and their sexuality and, uh, you know, transgenderism. They're saying that what we're doing is wildly dangerous and we are now doubling down, it seems, on all of it. What, What?
6: What? We've been captured. We, we've been captured more so than those other countries by the disease that is wokeism. And it's tearing us apart at, at the fabric of, of who we are. And there's so few people over here willing to fight back. It's like J.K. Rowling came out and pushed back against some of the yeah. basic things that were happening. Again, J.K. Rowling's not Matt Walsh either. In fact, she and Matt Walsh have fought online because she thinks he's gone too far. But they treat her like she's a Matt Walsh. Again, I like Matt and I loved what is a woman. Um, But there are so few who want to fight because they see what happened to J.K. Rowling and they see how rabid these crowds are because of the deep unhappiness pervading their lives here in a very large country. And they don't want to be the next example of it. One of the reasons why the women on the UPenn swim team did not speak out publicly, a few spoke out anonymously. And keep in mind, Riley Gaines was not on UPenn. She was, I think, Kentucky. Um, is they they said in their anonymous interviews, we won't get hired. This isn't even about swimming. We're not going to get hired in jobs in the real world if we put our names on these objections. That's how far left our corporations have gone in America, our colleges have gone, to the point where women will sacrifice their own rights, the rights of their daughters, in the name of political correctness or wokeness or not upsetting anybody. And the, what the Biden administration is doing Right now, to add to it is absolutely disgraceful.
1: So why isn't this viewed as a civil rights movement? Um, and you know, where are the the pastors and priest or priests that are really the ones that usually fill a hole like this? I mean, Riley, she, I, I mean, she's just a normal person. She's a kid, and she's doing this all because she just believes it her security alone would be something that would stop most people from joining her. And I think all of these uh, all these demonstrations to invoke fear, not to stop her, but anyone else who wants to step out of line, where, where is the beginning of a, of a movement? And I guess that's maybe where you started. You were thinking this weekend.
6: Yeah. You know, I really did think on Friday, this could be an inflection point. What happened to her in this whole battle? I mean, this could be the thing that finally leads the women and men to stand up and say, we're done. And I think about my own role in this whole thing, Glenn, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think about how when this all got started, You know, I, I have a transgender person in my family by marriage, not my own marriage. Um, And I mean, this person went full bore, the surgery, all of it. And it was deeply traumatic on those around that person in the the immediate family. And but I had sympathy for them because they went through it at a time when there was no support for this. They had to go to Canada to get all the surgeries. And I remember saying, you know, don't bully, be loving, be kind. You don't understand. This is still the one group that people feel comfortable teasing and bullying. And it's wrong. And I I don't think I was wrong to say that. But when I went to NBC, I did segments on how children were struggling with this. And perhaps there was a lien to help that. I regret that. I regret that. I did not see where that was going to take us. Tolerance, and I think an innate ability amongst most Americans to live and let live, be kind, be supportive, try not to judge, understand some people have mental frailties, has been abused and has now morphed into the abuse of children by a system at every turn and the the dishonest posing as a trans person by people who have other mental disorders and and worm their way into women's spaces taking advantage of that need to be kind of that innate instinct to be empathetic and it's it's time to say I'm putting my empathy in the back seat I'm fighting for what's right and if somebody who's claiming to have this mental disorder is offended too bad up until about two minutes ago, it was recognized as a mental disorder by the the psychiatry uh, experts in America. It's only now that you're not allowed to say that. Well, nothing changed other than. Right. So I think we have not, we have no choice, but to call out these people as disturbed, the glommers who don't even have gender dysphoria, who just want to feel special and come into our locker rooms and our swimming lanes uh, Etc. need to be called out. Dylan Mulvaney and all of the brands sponsoring him need to be called out. And I, I use that pronoun him intentionally. I, I have no problem, Glenn, with somebody who has genuine gender dysphoria has switched over into the other gender, like a Caitlyn Jenner,
1: Caitlyn Jenner wants
6: to relatively quietly live their yep. life in my lane. Yep. Okay? I really, Caitlyn Jenner's not a woman. Caitlyn Jenner is a trans woman. There's a difference and it it matters. I'm happy to call Caitlyn Jenner her. These other posers who, you know, as we're back to the minstrelsy or minstrelsy. No, Hmm. I'm not using my pronoun on you. And I'm not allowing my children to be asked their pronouns in class. Like gender is something you can order off of a Chinese menu. Bit by bit, we need to find our courage and return to the biological understandings that we've had since the beginning of time.
1: Megan, it is always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. If you haven't heard The Megan Kelly Show, it follows uh, this program on XM Sirius, and uh, she's wonderful and always has great guests. Uh, The Megan Kelly Show on XM Sirius or wherever you get your podcast. Megan, thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. Great to talk to you. Talk to you again. So your mechanic would like you to know he really appreciates everything you've done for him, sending his kids to college like that, uh, you know, a couple of extra payments on his mortgage. That's been nice. It's been nice. He's going on vacation uh, this, uh, this summer, <clears throat> you know, just based on what's coming with your car. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. Check engine light will come on. It's no big deal, except it always is. Um, this is why I have Car Shield. Car Shield has affordable protection plans. This is medical insurance. Catastrophic medical insurance for your car. You know, if you if you have a cold, you pay the doctor for the cold, you have cancer or something that is really expensive to treat. Ah, hello, I'd like my medical insurance to kick in. And that's what Car Shield is. You have some chips going down, something big, they now cover more parts than ever before. And when it's time for those costly repair, they're there. Car Shield. Dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. CarShield.com. Go to CarShield.com slash back and save. CarShield.com slash back or you can call them at 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. It is amazing sitting here talking about the difference. You know, the left is supposed to be the ones that understand the civil rights movement, and uh, they don't. Uh, they've become the ones with the dogs and the fire hydrants. They're the ones who are telling you, you don't know. You don't fit in here. So you won't work unless we tell you you can work. You're going to enter another door. You're going to sit in the back of the bus. Um, wait, what? We're just talking about diversity. That's all we're talking about. One was skin color. And now this one is just diversity of thought. There, there's no diversity at all on their side. You, you can't even disagree within the framework. It's, you, this is the way it is. And it's constantly changing. And they will crucify anybody who stands up against it. We need to grow a spine and grow some courage. We need to do it quickly. Where are our pastors? Where are the community leaders that will shape and stand up and teach people how to be peaceful and yet stand up for what is true and what is right? Where are the churches? The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I want to talk to you about a movie called Nefarious. It had its premiere. It was amazing. A bunch of the staff uh, here at the studio went to see it. I saw it. Glowing reviews uh, from everybody, really, who has seen it. Uh, Especially that guy at the end. I hear he was. He played. He was. He, he appears fatter on the screen than he actually really? is. I heard that's why it's actually rated R. When uh, <laughs> <laughs> he pop on the screen, they're like, "All right." You know, it's weird. This is the only rated R movie I've I've ever seen where you can't you can't really tell why it's rated. There's no swearing. There's no violence. There's you know nobody scantily clad. There, there's nothing yeah, what, 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 it's just intensity it's intense yeah. it is really intense you know it's it's uh a demon talking to a human about yeah this is what we're doing this is what we're doing this is how we use you uh it's it's really it's really really good and a movie i think a lot of people should see you know somebody who's not taking things seriously you might want to see this uh whoisnefarious.com and opens April 14th get your tickets now whoisnefarious.com
5: This is the Glenn Beck program.
1: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, last week I saw um, on Tucker uh, Jason Whitlock, who is part of the Blaze, He's doing an incredible show uh, that you really need to see on uh, on the Blaze. He's doing something called his Fearless Army Roll Call. We'll get into, but he was uh, he was on with Tucker. Uh, and I've seen him now twice saying pretty much the same thing I'm saying, and, and that is, we really have to turn back to God. But he's also going to a place to where he says, we don't have anything in common with the left, and I believe that to be true. So what is the solution? Jason Whitlock joins us. In 60 seconds. Sometimes happiness is as simple as a pair of comfortable, stylish, all-season slippers. Wore them all weekend, almost wore them in today. Um, but uh, that's mainly because I couldn't find my other shoes because I've been wearing these all week all weekend, and the last minute I'm like, oh crap, I found the shoes. Anyway, um my pillow, they make amazing slippers. You can get them now for $25. I'm telling you, you, you should think about doing your Christmas shopping right now. Because if you can get these my slippers, they're usually 149 bucks. You can get them now for $25. There is a limit of $10, um, but you should get them. They make great, great Christmas gifts. Uh, And they're really super comfortable. You can wear them anywhere. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Grab a pair of the all-season slippers for just 25 bucks. MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. 800-966-3117. Make sure you use the promo code BEC and save. Jason Whitlock, Blaze TV host of Fearless. Hello, Jason. How are you?
8: I'm awesome, Glenn I'm glad happy to hear Happy Day it. after Easter.
1: Yeah, happy day after Easter. Boy, did we need that? I, I yes, think we on a positive, uh Jason, I think that we are seeing a lot of Christians wake up uh and start to uh at least just start to starting to stand up, which I think is really good. once people wake up to the sorry situation we're in. Um, you know, we have a chance.
8: Yeah, I think that people are starting to understand that this is, this isn't a political battle. It's a spiritual battle and and that this is good versus evil. And you can see it in a couple of issues. The abortion issue to see people convulsing in the streets because they, you know, they just can't kill a baby at ease in the womb. And then I just think the whole transgender issue yeah. is like, just like, hey, w- what is going on here? We really want men competing against women in sports, and we want drag queens everywhere. And, and you just have to—this isn't political. This is like, man, they have a cult on the other side. It is.
1: You, that, you, Jason, last week for two days I had um, Jonathan Kahn on. And I don't know if you've seen or heard of his book called uh, The Return of the Gods, but it is it, it explains this to a T. He shows the he's a, a rabbi. Uh, he's a Jew for Jesus. Um, so he's a rabbi and also a Jesus lover. And he has done his research on the ancient worship. And we are worshiping uh, three gods right now without knowing it. But that's that that will show you the evil and how it is all connected. It's it's phenomenal, phenomenal.
8: How about what happened with the young woman Riley Gaines, yeah, the, the swimmer and the attack, and and then to have the institution and someone that works at that university to put out a statement that doesn't acknowledge that this woman was attacked, struck ran out of there intimidated she, they put out a statement basically praising the other side the attackers mm-hmm. and i hope you feel safe this is if if that doesn't wake people up that like oh, hold on you know i can't put aside all of my biblical principles and values to serve some political group that you know, pretends to be serving the common man and the people. I, I just I just don't know how people are doing it. And and, and that's not to praise uh the Republicans because oh, many of wolfless. them are too soft yeah. on these issues. But but one side is is pretty much demanding. Throw out all of your values and now support us, and, and much of it as it relates to black people is just over racial idolatry. Throw, throw so, out all your values, and, and just this is the black thing to do. Uh, what about the godly thing to do? Isn't that a higher college? Isn't that who we should be serving, not these little surface-level identity issues that we've made front and center and the center of our identity? So, Jason,
1: I you know, I've thought about this for a long time because I really thought— um, it would be a black movement that would stop all this again um because th- you know when we were just you know arguing about race you know there are some things that you know we need to address as a nation on race but this uh beatdown and this anti <clears throat> anti racism garbage um i really thought that because the black community is so clear with god that maybe you'd get another Martin Luther King. But you're not seeing him in any color or anywhere. Where are the churches?
8: That's a great question. And it's one that is a bit related to Martin Luther King because, and it's funny, we're having this discussion today after Easter, but it's like, you know, Martin Luther King didn't believe in the resurrection. And so Martin Luther King was, yeah, he was a probably far more political than he was mm. sound as it relates to religious doctrine. And, and, and so it, it, Martin Luther King took us down this political path, and that's not me just trying to beat up on Martin Luther King. There were some things that he did were great, but there's something he did terrible, and that's he'd led people down a path to right. prioritize politics over faith. And, well, I know, think maybe at the yeah. end, I'm not sure, but I
1: think at the end that was true. But, I mean, he got people together to end the the nightmare of segregation and, and, uh, and everything else that was going on. And that seemed a pretty strong God movement to
8: me. It, it was, but it was laced with some things that just, weren't biblically sound. And and so you can get caught up in all the good, and there was Mm. plenty good that came from it. And you might miss the seeds that were planted. Uh, Glenn, I'll I'll compare it to uh, the founding documents. There were seeds planted in the founding documents that maybe some people weren't aware of, but the founders were clearly aware of. This is going to end slavery. (laughs) And, and, and I think Dr. King's message was laced with something that we were not aware of at the time, weren't focused on, but it's, it turned the churches into political institutions and particularly the black church. And, and that's why, again, people are serving politics and not God. And they're trying to corrupt the scripture and the Bible and, you know, make it fit There are political identity rather than just, Hey, look, man, there's five, 6,000 years of collective wisdom here. That's been unshakable. Uh, you're not smarter than God. You're not smarter than the Bible. It doesn't need to be reinterpreted by you to fit, you know, your transgender ideology and all that other stuff. So
1: Jason, I was out someplace. I don't remember where it was last week. And, um, Your name was brought up as uh, as really making an impact in people's lives. There were people that were like, I I watch him all the time. I absolutely love him. Um, And they they mentioned uh, roll call. Are you tell tell the listeners that have have not heard you talk about it, what your goal is and what this thing is, because it happens, I think, this week, doesn't it?
8: Yes, it happens this Friday and Saturday. Glenn, nothing's changed from the first time I came to Dallas and, and talked with you. And, and I, could, I'll, I won't ever forget that interview because uh, I, I laid out what it is I wanted to do and, and, and why I wanted to come work at The Blaze, why I wanted to be associated with you. is like if we don't turn back to God it's the only thing that will bring us together across uh, racial lines, economic lines, and put all these other identities uh, on the back burner. And so what we're trying to do with the roll call is gather men of all ethnicities and all backgrounds or whatever, From and we're getting people from all over the country that are coming in, and we want men to live up to their responsibilities spelled out in the Bible. We should be leaders. We should be uh obeying God and 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 then leading the country through a biblical worldview. And so we're gonna come together uh and put Jesus front and center we're going to worship him we're certainly not going to worship Donald Trump or Barack Obama or any of these LeBron James or any of these other <laughs> people that they want us to worship uh we we want to worship God sing some songs eat have a good time fellowship together hear some encouraging inspiring words about what our role should be here in life and in America and how we can get this country back if we just live up to our responsibilities as men. And and so it, it's really just following in on the, what Promise Keepers had been and following in on exactly where you started this conversation about, Not we don't need just black people to, we need all men to yeah. come together and lead this thing. I do think me being black gives it a better chance of getting off the ground because we know what the media does when it's just a white person or white Christians, although oh, oh, yeah. racist, racist, white evangelicals.
1: Yeah, but you know, they'll save a special racist place for you too in their heart.
8: <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just say that Glenn, if we get enough of us together in a room and we put Jesus and God front and center, It'll be a lot harder uh to to call us nut jobs to call us racist to call us anything but believers in God and responsible men who who want to live righteously. Anybody that's watched my show, listen to me talk when I fill in for you knows i'm an imperfect person and i've lived an imperfect life uh that's all of us, and so we don't need to be ashamed of our faith we don't need to be silenced by our sin. Uh, Jesus Christ died on a cross for our sins. We just need to be bold enough and courageous enough to bear witness and, and again, to obey and live up to our responsibilities. And so I'm hoping to attract everybody, uh, and we are based on the feedback we're being getting from people. And, and so we're going to... And it's going to be a road in the process, but we're going to bring men together Good. and we're going to bring this country back together yeah. and, and throw out these other bogus identities.
1: So I, I just want to go over a couple of the things. Uh, what is a real man? Fathers and families. Men never quit. Don't get sifted. Bearing witness requires courage, not perfection. I love that, Jason. So that is happening this weekend. If you want to get tickets uh you can uh you can get them right now, all you have to do is buy your tickets where i don't see this
8: fearless army roll call dot com fearless army roll dot com uh there's some tickets available. The venue is getting close to a sellout. we didn't get the biggest venue in the world for the first one uh if if i'd want you to come to Nashville if you can't make it to this one we are going to take this on the road. This is our first and we're learning things and figuring things out, but we're going to take it on the road. I would imagine we'll be in Dallas uh within the next 8 to 10 months. Uh that would probably be our next hot spot. Uh you know, one to uh, cuz I want you to be there. I would uh, love Two, to I know. want Tony Evans to come. Yeah. Uh so anyway, we're coming to Dallas next, but uh, time for you to still get here to Nashville and join right. us, and particularly if you live in, within driving distance, love to have you.
1: So but I want to talk to you a little bit about Nashville, if you have a few extra yeah. minutes with mm-hmm. me. Um, so give me 60 seconds, and we're going to be right back. He, J- Jason Whitlock is doing that this weekend in Nashville. He lives in Nashville, and, and as you know, uh, some things have been going on that make no sense in Nashville coming up. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JPMorgan Chase, just keeps the good news rolling in. He said the current banking crisis is not over yet, and even when it is behind us, there will be repercussions from it for years to come. That's fantastic. Look, here is the um here is the thing. Um Noriel Rub um uh, uh, Rubini, yeah. Noriel Rubini, he said, most U.S. banks are technically near insolvency. Hundreds are, are are already fully insolvent. Gold is going up. China is buying it by the ton. Uh, it is it is time to understand that the dollar is is aging out. It is over. Uh, It's just a matter of time. This week, Goldline is offering a special on their historic older American gold coins. These are what I buy. Um, the, um, The demise of our presently dead currency can be celebrated. Uh, with real money, actual currency, by giving you one free ounce of Copper Mayflower rounds with every historic five-dollar gold coin that you acquire. The five-dollar Indians and Liberty coins are sold in tubes and boxes of twenty each. So call Goldline today to find out how to take advantage of this special. Please, Gold or Silver, eight six six Goldline, eight six six Goldline, or goldline.com. dot Ten seconds. Station ID. so jason let me turn it to the shooting last week there's been another shooting uh today a mass shooting in louisville uh at the old national uh bank um but in in nashville it was transgender two days later in chicago they find a transgender person there who is threatening to uh Uh, shoot up schools and churches has a manifesto that strangely they still won't release any details on it um we have an issue and yet the politicians stir people up get them to the capitol to to say that it's the transgender community that should be afraid
8: it's crazy i I believe that second event was in Colorado. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's crazy what has gone on here. Um, It's funny. I just wrote a piece about this today in the focus of our show. And Glenn, I know you don't follow the sports world that close, but NBA legend Greg Popovich yesterday went off on – Tennessee on Bill Lee, on Marsha Blackburn, and the Justin Pearson and the Justin Jones guy that got kicked out or expelled from the Tennessee House. He he went off on all of this and said that Ted Cruz was an idiot, basically, for suggesting that we have more armed security at schools. And, you know, he's like, how is that freedom or how is that going to how is that a good environment for kids? And the thing I want to ask Greg Popovich is when he steps into an NBA arena and there are 30 to 50 armed law enforcement officials inside that arena, there's another 30, 40 out handling traffic as people enter the arena. Doesn't that make him feel safe? Doesn't that Probably help explain why there's never been a mass shooting at an NBA game, NFL game, Major League Baseball game. If all these elites can have all this security while they work, why are we ridiculing politicians that are saying, no, let's provide more security at schools?
1: And, you know, it, it, this, what's crazy about this is we clearly have um, a mental disorder going on in this country. It, with, yeah. there, there is mental illness we're not living back in the nineteen seventies. Um, we're we're which had more guns, by the way. We're living at a time where crazy people go in and shoot places up. So yeah, having police with our most treasured possession, our children. What what do you what what's wrong with that? I'm sorry, we have guns at the bank.
8: It's Glenn. The fact that we have all this mental disease going on and no one's having a discussion like, are we promoting mental illness? Yes, we are. By, by telling people constant lies that, that some kid says, hey, I feel like a girl. And we go, yeah, you're right. Let's give you puberty blockers and let's talk about castrating you and erasing your breath. We're promoting mental illness. And we're telling, if if someone doesn't affirm your delusional feelings, you have a right to be angry with them, you have a right to feel like you're being oppressed, and, and you have a right to feel like this country is totally against you. We're promoting mental illness and then wondering why these mentally ill people are turning violent and angry. It's because we're telling them they should be. And we're telling them that they should impose their views on yep. people through, through violence and, and chaos.
1: Yep, you're exactly right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Jason. You'll hear Jason Whitlock on Blaze TV, He's the host of Fearless. And you can get the uh, tickets to his uh, roll call, FearlessArmyRollcall.com. FearlessArmyRollcall.com. Jason, thank you. We'll talk to you again. God bless.
8: Thank you, Glenn.
1: The Glenn Beck Program. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It isn't just as simple as having somebody who knows how to find a good home, you know, that's within your budget or, you know, get your home out there at the best possible price. Those things are very important, but there's more to it, at least There is, when you go to a group like com. our agents take their jobs seriously. These are the people in your area that practice all of the best practices. They, They put into place all of the things that will elevate your real estate experience to the next level. When you go with a real estate agent from realestateagentsitrust.com, you're going to be working with the best in the business people who sometimes literally have worked around the clock to get you into a home, to get your home sold, or both. Don't take my word for it. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're moving from, and two, we'll help you find the best person in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com
4: head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn you can use the promo code stand up you'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv
1: all right win one for the good guys um amy nelson is here she is um She is the founder of the Riveter, uh, riveter riveter.com. She's also been on our show multiple times. She was on our government's completely out of control lookout show. Um, She was not somebody who uh, I'm going to get it right. Amy, you're not you. You weren't a fan of me or anything before, right?
9: It wasn't that I wasn't a fan of you. It's that I had um, been, you know, a Democrat for my entire life and very active in progressive
1: politics. Okay. So you hated me. Is That's what you were saying. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, I just wanted to throw that in because we're strange bedfellows. And I think yep. more and more people need to find themselves with strange bedfellows because if we have the Bill of Rights in common, we can be friends with anybody. That's the way America used to get along. We believed in individual rights in the Bill of Rights. Um, so, Amy, <clears throat> your husband was accused by Amazon of of a whole bunch of crimes. Um, and uh, the DOJ came into your life and destroyed your life. Can you give me like a 30, 40 second rundown of what happened?
9: Yeah, my husband worked for Amazon Web Services, which is the cloud computing division of Amazon, for eight years. He worked sourcing real estate. Um, A year after he left, Amazon accused him of a crime, and we learned of that because the FBI knocked on our door. Uh, My husband um, then spent three years um, fighting these allegations. The allegation is this esoteric crime called private sector honest services fraud, which is a process crime like witness tampering. Um, And over the course of three years, Amazon had the government seize all of our bank accounts. Um, the FBI raided our home and then they sued my husband in the Eastern district of Virginia.
1: Um, it's funny is it Virginia seeing that is an Amazon, a Seattle based company or did they move out to Virginia? Is that why?
9: Well, Amazon is a Seattle based company and my husband lived and worked in Seattle, but Amazon chose, um, uh, Northern Virginia as its second headquarters. You know, Jeff Bezos bought the newspaper there. He uh, is trying to buy the football team there and. He is very close to the government.
1: So um, you alleged when you came on that none of these things were true, and we believed you. Uh, none of these things were true, and that Bezos was using the government um, to crucify and prosecute your husband so they didn't have to pay a $100 million fine on another relate, uh, unrelated topic, Correct. Correct. Okay, so last time I spoke to you, you said it was going finally going to trial, but it was a civil suit because the Justice Department never brought any charges.
9: That is correct. And the civil trial was scheduled to start on May 1st, just in a few weeks.
1: Okay, and what has happened?
9: Something really extraordinary happened, Glenn. Um, Last week, the federal judge issued um, an order tossing out almost all of Amazon's claims before trial, essentially saying these claims aren't even strong enough to warrant a jury trial. We can throw them out today. The judge said that my husband didn't even violate his Amazon employment contract. He said there was no fraud. He tossed out Amazon's sensational racketeering claim, which was Amazon Mm. stepping into the shoes of DOJ and trying to prove a crime. And, you know, the federal judge said these aren't even strong enough to merit a trial.
1: Wow. That is a huge loss for them. Um, He tossed out six out of the seven. What did he leave?
9: He left a claim that is called like civil conspiracy to tortiously interfere with the contract. Um, And it's a little bit confusing because it's a question of, can Amazon prove that there was like a conspiracy for a bunch of people to interfere with my husband's employment contract? But Again, the judge held my husband didn't violate his employment contract. So we're still trying to kind of work through what that would mean.
1: Okay. Um, And so there's no jail time. Maybe there would be a fine. Um, But this is a a huge win, kind of. Because if you have this tossed out of court, how did Amazon get the DOJ to persecute you you guys for what? Two years? Two and a half years?
9: Three. Three, Three years.
1: years. Yeah.
9: So, you know, Glenn, I think that the, I, there, there's a lot of things at play here. It is a huge win, and we we'll have to see if Amazon even decides to go to trial to try to prove that last claim. But I think, like, I've been sitting here with this for a few days, and it just, Amazon is too big. They have too much money, and they're far too close to the government. Like, if a company can go and spend millions of dollars trying to lobby the federal government to bring criminal charges, to ask for civil forfeiture, to deprive Americans of their bank accounts, and then just delay and enforce an, an American employee to spend millions of dollars essentially proving that he didn't break his employment contract, that company is too big. Like, that is not mm-hmm. how this can work. Amazon employees over a million Americans. This is frightening.
1: Well, it's and not I just, just a million how- Americans. They have all kinds of people from the Department of Justice um, yeah. and, and other three-letter agencies that is it, truly... Um, Frightening because they're providing the cloud servers for the U.S. government and for all of these agencies. That's uh, that's a lot of power.
9: Yeah, I mean, I think that most Americans don't understand that Amazon stores the secrets of the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, everybody. And so, of course, when they go to these agencies and ask for something, like the bias is that the agencies will believe them. I mean, they want to, right? Like, we are entrusted, we entrust Jeff Bezos with our national secrets, full stop. And I think that's pretty terrifying, particularly when, I mean, look, I don't know, Glenn, how to frame it otherwise, but like, it seems like Bezos is a modern day robber baron. I mean, he's not out there using the courts to try to imprison his employees when they're not even liable for breaching an employment contract.
1: And also, what bothers me in this story is the use of uh, uh, civil asset forfeiture Um, when the government can come in and just take people's assets. Remember, it was uh, Jamie Dimon from uh, JPMorgan Chase that last week in his shareholder meeting said, we need to start seizing farms because we need to rapidly grow wind and solar uh, energy and we can't get enough farmland. So we just need to start seizing it. Ford is seizing all of these farms uh, down south, they announced over the weekend. The, the civil asset forfeiture, when they can just take things uh, mm-hmm. and they don't have to return it, even. If you're not guilty, they don't have to do anything. Did you ever get an apology for all of that?
9: <laughs> no, Glenn. In fact, we had to agree not to sue the government in order to get our money back.
1: That's crazy. That is Isn't just crazy. Because-
9: well, and they can do it secretly. Like, we've still never seen the affidavits that were the basis of seizing the money. Like, we don't even know what Amazon told the government to get them to take that money. But I do know that the federal judge in this lawsuit that he just tossed out all these cases said that Amazon had misrepresented that there were damages. There were no damages. It misrepresented their code of conduct and what it said. Like, they've made all these misrepresentations. So, did the government take our money based on those misrepresentations? And who who gets held accountable for this? Nobody. You know, it is ter- nobody. Right. And if they're going to go and start taking American farmland because they want to, they'll just find a way. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that powerful people, powerful entities, powerful corporations and banks can really manipulate the law the way they want to.
1: So you walk away at this point pretty happy.
9: I mean I do, but I have to say, like, I'm still afraid that Amazon and its CEO Andy Jassy might go back to DOJ and say, please go do what we couldn't do. Get these people.
1: But how? On what?
9: I I I don't know. But Glenn, they're how did they do this for the past three years? Right? Like I just I don't know. I I think
1: This is no way. This is no way for an American to live. When you are afraid of the government when you have done no wrong because they're in bed with a corporation that needs the, uh, you know, needs the uh, the the trouble pinned on somebody else. That that is terrifying. That's not America.
9: It's really not. And I'm you know, still afraid the FBI is going to come knock on my door and try to take my husband away from our four daughters. And it, it's there's so many things about this. Right. Because I think, Glenn, to your point at the beginning, we have the Bill of Rights and that's what should unite us. And I think we are in this constant fight between Democrats and Republicans about smaller issues. Yep. When if you look up, when you look up, corporations are really, because of many reasons, able to direct politicians of all, all stripes and all color yep. right, of what to do and how to act. And I think that it is truly terrifying to me that somehow progressives are now these massive supporters of the FBI. It's, um, you
7: when know, if you look back. Yeah, go ahead. Years
9: ago. Yeah. When you look back five, 10, 15 years ago, the Democrats are out there screaming about the FBI's overreach and spying on citizens. And now I think because, you know, Democrats feel like the FBI will go after Trump for them, that they're the good guys.
1: It's really amazing to me that, you know, I, I was listening to you talk about, uh, you know, these big businesses and, and the FBI right before you you brought this up. And I thought, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would have been thinking right now. Uh, oh, geez, this is not going to fly well with the audience uh, because you'll sound too progressive. Now, mm-hmm. y- you don't sound like a progressive at all. You sound like a conservative. It's so bizarre.
9: It's a strange. It's a strange world, and I, you know, I I find myself out there talking to my progressive friends about this all the time now. And I really feel like Americans of all political persuasions are being distracted to forget our freedoms, to forget our freedoms.
7: Oh
1: yeah.
9: Right. By And it's terrifying because our freedoms really matter. They really do.
1: Amy, thank you so much. Tell us what happens. Um, Keep us uh, up to speed when you, when you get that last one uh, cleared up and, uh, and my best to you and your family and the kids.
9: Thanks for telling our story, Glenn.
1: You bet. Amy Nelson. Uh, she's from theriveter.com. It's an amazing American horror story.
4: Are you claiming that positive things can actually happen in this country? How dare you?
1: I am. I am. It does happen sometimes. I am. Yeah. Every once in a while, these things work out. But I don't know. I mean, she's an attorney. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were wealthy. She's a really good attorney. I don't know. Even now, I know. Danya and I. The you process know, is the punishment. The process is the punishment. If you're a normal person, you don't have a chance. Well, I mean, we've been talking about this with Donald Trump, like where so yeah. far the
4: courts have held in a lot of these important issues. It, they have been the bulwark
1: to uh, the tyranny. However, it takes months, years for, oh, yeah. for that to play and out. She lost all of her friends. Yeah. None of her friends would talk to him anymore because your husband is a criminal. Right. I mean, the DOJ is after you guys. I mean, it's incredible. And it's
4: hard to know, right? Like,
1: yeah. you know, you have friends that, that do things
4: and yeah. they seem great to you and you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. So when the DOJ says they're cracking
1: down on your buddy, I mean, you can understand people running the opposite direction. It's wrong. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. How often do you find yourself just going through the motions when it comes to feeding your dog? Bowl is empty, grab the bag, a kibble, fill her up, um, and, uh, and move on with your life. You could be giving your dog so much more, and it's really, really simple. Getting your dog the right nutrition can be a real problem. Fortunately, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black invented the solution. It is called Rough Greens rough greens isn't a dog food it's a supplement that you put on your dog's food and it's full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics antioxidants all the things that will help your dog be healthy and happy they have a special deal for you just go to roughgreens.com Beck. get your first bag free all you pay for is shipping i want to make sure you your dog likes this so get your first bag free roughgreens.com slash beck roughgreens.com slash beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N 33 833-G-L-E-N-N 33 or roughgreens.com slash beck
5: join the conversation 888-727-BEC the Glenn Beck program
1: Yeah, this is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you have tuned in today. Thank you so much. I want to play something uh, that we played earlier. If you missed any of the podcast, uh, make sure you go and get it wherever you get your podcast today. Do we have the um, the audio uh, about the central bank digital currency? This is um, Christian Lagarde. She is this European central bank uh, leader and uh she's talking to somebody posing as zelensky she thinks it is actually zelensky listen to what she says about digital currency from the central bank and
2: control there are many protests in europe uh, against uh, the electronic euro now the problem is they don't want to be controlled Uh, they don't want to uh
3: yeah but you know what you know what Uh, now we have in europe this threshold above 1000 euros you cannot pay cash if you do Mm. you're on the gray market so you take Mm -hmm. your risk you get caught Mm -hmm. you are fined or you go in jail but you know the 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 digital euro is going to have a limited amount of control there will be control you're right you're completely right Mm
2: -hmm. we are
3: considering whether for very small amounts you know anything that is around 300, 400 euros, we could have a mechanism where there is zero control, but that could be dangerous. The terrorist attacks on France uh, back uh, 10 years ago were entirely financed by those very small anonymous credit cards that you can recharge in total anonymity.
1: So did you hear that? You can't buy currently anything in Europe over a thousand dollars with cash. You have a thousand dollars or something. If you buy a thousand one dollar, you can go to jail because you're now not on the black market, on the gray market. And they're considering with the new currency, with digital currency, that you'd be able to spend three to four hundred euros or five hundred to seven hundred dollars. And that won't be tracked by the government, but that's very dangerous. Anyone who says, we're not going to digital currencies, you need to play this for them. Anyone who says, oh, well, they're not gonna track everything, you need to play this for them. That's the head of the European Central Bank talking about where they're headed in Europe. At least they're open, well, when they think they're talking to Zelensky. That can be told, and that's in the news in Europe. Here, nobody's really talking about it, and it is coming soon. The Glenn Beck Program.